Hello and welcome to the Sikkim podcast brought to you by Summit Times. I'm Chiring Eden. And I'm Thelma Wangshuk. And we are again doing this over a phone call. <laughs> and Hopefully the recording will be slightly of better quality. Why will it be of better quality? It will be like last times only. We've not learned anything? Not really. We tried. So what I was going to say is we just tried uh, doing it on Skype. Yeah. But the network is a problem. Otherwise, the sound quality was quite good, better than this. But then. Yeah, I think that's something else that they need to address because everybody is online, I think, stuck mm. at home. Mm. The, the internet quality has been really poor for the last two days. Yeah, we could. I mean, 4G has been a sham. What can anyone do about it? I don't think there is. I mean, the people we pay for the service better do something about it. Facebook is saying like problem or like forget about um yeah India me no but come on they recently hiked yeah uh, the prices of after wiping out all competition that is uh, I don't care if everyone is online or nobody's online mm-hmm. we should be getting consistent service yes and uh, we thought we'll start off on a good note but of course that did not happen well this is a good enough note <laughs> i think a lot of people want this said yeah we wanted to start off on a slightly lighter note by talking about uh, our experience of the lockdown yeah i don't know how that is a lighter note no like <laughs> from what we will discuss uh, oh lighter than that yeah, yeah later this yeah. Point, this is lighter i mean we're just discussing experiences not like numbers how many are dead how many are infected blah 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 that anyways yeah so i think i just i think we should not even get into the numbers because mm-hmm. we don't need to reiterate how scary the situation is yeah no, no. Uh, we won't be getting into numbers but we were yeah. just uh, i was just saying so anyways let's start with yes. our experience what has your experience of the lo- lockdown been like till now uh i don't know i i, I have been getting around getting out and about mm. i mean uh, just to take a jaisa of things mm. and uh, but i can completely understand that this is not easy this is not easy my uh what sympathies which is the wrong term i think it's too uh, it's a very wrong term but anyways for want, want of a better word my sympathies for the people of kashmir yeah has really gone up imagine they have been on lockdown mode for a while mm. and uh, they don't even have internet yeah and uh, venturing out of home uh, does not always uh, attract uh, so is you there yeah. a beeping sound at your end no there is a beeping sound at my end i wonder what that is but anyways so i was going to ask you you've been rationing your coffee supply right yes which uh, the ground coffee i mean nescafe to sab jagah milta hai 
but i've recently picked up this habit of having uh, the mocha coffee from the mocha pot yeah and that's that's yeah that's a worry because it, you do not get it very easily in gangtok and um online you can't order it anymore yeah there is a beep in the background which is very distracting and i i'm trying to see if it's on my phone uh is it, it is not is it my clock no no anyways it's kind of gone off it's not there anymore that was so distracting it's gone it's gone okay so we'll get back to it so and um your um walking has you been walking around a lot also yeah so what i do is uh every time i go out anywhere whether to office or uh, just meeting people and checking how things are i walk and yeah. uh, that's at least some exercise and i can walk around without fear of being heckled by the cops yeah. because i have a press card and i'm actually doing a job as well so it's not like i'm misusing the press card <laughs> that's my i'm like that's part of my job and um yeah which i don't think is a luxury that most luxury or even an option that most people would choose but what about you a lot of people have been over in our office most of us are i think working from home a few people yeah. are still going to work going to the yeah. office yeah. and um, i yeah i've been at home for <laughs> quite the longest time i think compared to the rest of the office <laughs> because i got uh, yeah you you chickened out i chickened out <laughs> no you got worried of the yeah COVID. and it's uh, even for um, i think even it's a i think a lot of people local media persons are still out there i mean they are working as usual they are going out they are like um, people i mean i, I never, was not really a regular on the field i was more my job was is more of a desk job so i did not really need to go out on the field yeah. but uh, like once in a while i would go out but now even that is i have to think about it <laughs> and uh, so i was thinking for media persons also right now it's such a you know difficult time thinking about your own safety but at the same time doing your job and yeah. i really like i'm yeah, worried yeah. and i'm proud of uh, media people who are going out and reporting on, on collecting stories yeah stories yeah yes yes of course of course yeah and uh, it needs to be recognized that they they do run a they are running a risk yeah and i just hope risk. that they're taking proper precautions i mean thankfully in sikkim we've still not had a uh, uh, positive detection yet yeah but that given how tests are only being offered to people with a travel history or symptoms mm. um in case they are asymptomatic people moving around um yeah we don't know right yeah we don't so, know mm. i guess it is safer in sikkim than most other places but uh, it's still a worry and i just hope that our colleagues are taking proper precautions that's important mm. i i hope their houses are insisting that they take proper precautions as well yeah. because uh, that's also a responsibility they carry i hope that's the case mm. i i i also uh, think like i was thinking but by now so in, initially i thought even the media people need 
needed uh, need to have some counseling because me um, since i am mostly on the desk at home while sitting at home also i had i was to go uh, through all the information that is coming in about um, the disease i mean the virus the what is happening across the state and there is so much information and yeah. uh, and and not just the state you're getting information from outside also from from the country from the rest of the country from the world and it was like for the first few days i was like going a little yeah. crazy i mm. just wanted to shut down i didn't want to you know i didn't want to i did not want to read any news <laughs> on the virus anymore yeah. at the same time i can't avoid it i you know being in the media you have to how can you avoid it right so it was like such a yeah that was uh, that, i think that is a lot of uh, that is something that a lot of other people in the media might be going through also yeah and sitting at home personally uh i think i i'm not a very uh, outgoing social person so it's not such a i'm not really having such a tough time i think uh people who are really up and about most of the times would must be having a tough time yeah i'm sure yeah if you're a party animal yeah i think by now you're suffering withdrawal yeah yeah i am like at first in the first few days i was just in shock i was like as i said going crazy about yeah with all the information and everything <laughs> i just worrying over things worrying over things like like just you know going almost paranoid yeah. about things but now i have come down i am like now it's like i'm getting used to it or even and also how when you were at, last time i was telling you also how when you were at home um now you don't feel like watching movies now you don't feel like, i have not been feeling like what i have not watched oh. a single movie since the lockdown yeah oh my god <laughs> i know when you have the time yeah it's just like nothing really excites you and when you don't have the time when you're at work going to office and all these other engagements you're like craving for to get some time so that you can catch up on some series or a movie and things like that but yeah but what you're also going through is probably i think the term for it would be worry or engagement fatigue eh? mm. you've kind of gone through all of it and now yeah you're just tired <laughs> of worrying whereas now is the time when everyone should really be concerned because like they say this is like a crucial next one week mm. uh for the virus in our country the second week of the lockdown is going to be crucial we going to know whether it worked or not yes yeah, so the... then god help us we will talk about uh, we'll try and i i just read one story about this and i was telling you about it how uh, it is 20 21 day lockdown how it yeah. is uh, what experts, yeah not really the, it, the, that story didn't really talk about the actual science obviously how would i understand also i guess <laughs> but they it basically said that experts around the world are studying past viruses and diseases or whatever it, these kind of um what do you call this communicable disease or whatever yeah. uh, uh they have found out that 21 days the is the the period through which the virus uh, gets into the host 
body yeah. incubates and then manifests manifests and all that and then that is why they have locked down the country for 21 days and uh, it's i think they said an average of uh, like 97% of the people will manifest um, the symptoms the symptoms in 11 days within okay. in the first 11 days by the 11th day mm. yeah and so so that means roughly 2 weeks in the when you in the second week yeah so that is why we are now entering the second week oh So what is the I've even forgotten is today is the 6th or 7th day 7th day 7th day a week of the yeah. national lockdown yeah. yeah so that is why now the next week is going to be crucial and we'll get to know people who have already been um, infected with such on signs yeah we'll know how big the problem might be yeah we'll also start realizing whether anything is being done like anything real is being done without beyond raincoats mm. as personal protective gear in some parts of our country uh, yeah. and india but, has seen today it was reported right it has seen the biggest spike in uh, cases uh, yeah since it was yeah. since it started in the country yeah but that's expected right i mean we know that it multiplies yeah and uh, the numbers would go up before they start flattening out and hopefully falling so so we would also uh, so we'll talk we now get into the serious stuff and talk about uh, what has what happened with um, migrant laborers working across the country after the lockdown yeah and i know we stood staggeringly exposed as uh, the elite lording over a majority that is extremely underprivileged i mean yeah. the decision of the lockdown the, the content of our prime minister's address which did not really address the more immediate worries of the people the fact that he made no mention in his speech about this huge population of migrant laborers um it just tells us how the planning is so disconnected from a majority of the people mm-hmm. it's only after the migrant laborers started kind of packing their belongings into their one bag and walking back to their villages with their children and toddlers and families and so that suddenly everyone realized why did no one think of what they will go through mm-hmm. and it's been handled it's not as if it's been handled any better since then they first the first reaction was oh my god why should they walk let's provide them buses mm. and then someone pointed out uh, but that defeats the whole idea of social distancing and stopping people from moving mm. a lockdown is supposed to lock you in right keep mm. the virus contained so if it's in uh, a town keep the town locked if it's in a colony keep the colony locked and going further down right if you are infected then keeping it limited to your family mm. that is the idea behind the lockdown but when you provide buses and then ship thousands of people uh, across north india back to their villages it just defeats the whole idea of a lockdown so after a few hours they come up with this idea that oh no all of them have to be quarantined for 14 days 
mm. once they reach home or reach their respective states. It's been a complete mess. Yeah. It's been a complete mess. And uh, that non-apology that our Prime Minister did just doesn't cut it. Mm. Right? Because, uh, I mean, it's not about apologizing or anything, but some accountability. Some some people should be asked, why was this not factored in? Yeah. Right? You cannot just beat people into submission and then yourself behave in this absolutely scatterbrained way. I mean, look at Sikkim's example, right? They started walking from places like Assam Lingja. I mean, Assam Lingja being one uh, example. Ratnong Think Tech also one uh, group of uh, laborers. And it was from all over Sikkim, actually. Mali also had a huge uh, number at the check post. Why did the administration or the police and the politicians not swing into action when they were leaving mm. their homes? Section 144, lockdown and all this noise that they are creating over it. Did they not notice these people leaving their homes? And if they did notice, shouldn't they be have shouldn't they have been stopped at those places and told, relax, stay back, we will provide for you. We will reach you uh, rations and provisions. They reached the border check post by which is by when the orders came in from Delhi that the interstate borders have to be locked. And then they were put back in buses and moved uh, back to wherever they left from. I think this just reveals the worrying disconnect that I was talking about mm. from ground realities. Yeah, wish it had not happened. Wish it had not happened. I mean, and then how throw away comments from people that these people like these people i mean the migrant laborers they don't understand they don't learn you can't talk to them politely and things like that so those those are even more disturbing and offensive than right mm. no one will uh, no one looks forward to walking if they are from siliguri and bagroga 150 kilometers um if they could if they knew that they could stay back without too much trouble. And there is also the very real thing that they must be worried about what's happening back home and want to be there. That's a whole different thing, which is not possible now. They're all back home, uh, back at their workplaces, and uh, that's where they'll have to stay. But the empathy, I mean, this has been my grouse with this whole thing. They're still talking about this whole thing in terms of a curfew that needs to be enforced and how People need to be slapped back into their homes. It requires more, like, more understanding and more careful handling. Where you take the people along and uh, you convince them that this is good for them. That's not happening. And if in a small place like Sikkim that is not happening, can you imagine how bad the situation must be in Bihar, UP, Delhi, Madhya Pradesh, Rajasthan? And these people don't matter, right? These people have no my bops over them, so they will be really ill-treated. There have been instances in Bihar where they just been all of them have been locked into this one building, and no one is telling them what's happening next. When they reached their states at the borders, they were just locked in, which took the Supreme Court today to actually order the center that the migrants when they reach home and have to be quarantined or whatever is safe for them to be done 
they will not be managed or handled by cops. They will be attended to by volunteers. What by volunteers they mean is NGOs, right? Even the Supreme Court is saying, Ki, yeah, and it's not, no, police is not a force that has been trained in all these centuries to work with the people, right? They might do all this showboating of to serve and protect. That's not their training or their inclination. Their inclination is to enforce laws and rules. They cannot work with the people, which is what the Supreme Court has also recognized. And now I'm rambling and I'm ranting. Yeah, yeah but this was unfortunate. I mean, I, I, was, I uh, wish we did not get to see this. Going to see, like, what I thought was, apart from, yeah, whatever points you've uh, uh, pointed out are um, obviously valid, I was also thinking, like, if even if you keep aside empathy and all that, suppose, yeah, even strategically, even like yes, planning wise, when you look at uh, if it if this was a war like situation, if this is not not a disease that you're fighting, but this is a war that you're fighting, it was like mm -hmm. a strategical yeah. mistake that they made because those that's what they're saying, right? The Supreme Court, what you said, no, the Supreme Court told them like. Three out of the three out of ten. No, the government, the central the government, government told the Supreme Court that three yeah. out of ten work uh, my labors uh, workers laborers migrant would be labor. carrying uh, migrant workers would be carrying home the disease. Yeah, so good, good. Could be. We carrying don't know, right? We've not tested anyone. Yeah. So even in that, uh, even in that manner, I feel like it is such a big lapse on the part of the government to to uh, allow this to happen, to forget about this group, this huge group of uh, people who would have been, who now like are not moving, but if they moved, if they were carrying the disease, they were like further spreading. Uh, yeah. And virus, taking right? it to places again. where, yeah, to places where there is no health. Yeah. They will be taking it to system. places with the worst healthcare mm. and governmental presence, right? Mm. The yeah, the 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 boondocks of Bihar and UP, which is what you should I mean, and that completely defeats the whole idea of a lockdown as well. Mm. So at every level this was failing. I mean I remember we discussed this about with regard to the shutting down of institutions as well. Mm. That when they uh, when in the first wave before the lockdown and everything, when they shut down schools and colleges I think simultaneously the order should have gone to keep the hostels open so that the students are not forced to travel, mm. right? Mm. And directions passed that nobody, there should be no exodus because the idea is to contain things, right? Yeah. Let's just keep everywhere, everyone where they are. Let's not have, because that is then uh, a factor that you cannot control, right? So if you shut down the schools, you told them that the hostels need to be uh, kept open, the kitchens running, and the students told to stay back. Then this exodus of students and teachers and professionals would also not have taken place. Then you would could have worked in a more organized manner. But you mm. allowed that first kind of uh, splintering to take place. People going all over. Sikkim received so many students from outside. At that time, the quarantine protocol was also not very strict or required. People came back from abroad. I mean, it was just such a mess. And then they did this. 
Yeah, so uh, I think that instead of the people always being scolded into staying home, the people also need to ask, ki, okay, we are staying home, but what are you doing? How well are you handling the situation? Mm. I also think that, I mean, again, what you're saying is ideal, but if that were to happen, I mean, I, I cannot help but think, would that have been possible? Would that have... What is the administration? Is this uh, is the government? Is the uh, system good, um, efficient <laughs> enough? Efficient uh-huh. enough to keep people where they are and also make sure that they are uh, keep people where they are. Yeah, they are fed and well, without is. forcing it by convincing them by making sure that no one is worried. Uh, a lot that of this is, is driven by fear, is, right? I mean, for instance, uh, one of the what you're saying is like not possible in a country like India. No, no, but it should be. All these bureaucrats, all these bureaucrats, and all these police officials are not paid these salaries to just serve their time during normal times, right? Hmm. Their metal is tested when a crisis happens. That is what their training is for. That is why they're respected. Why? That is why they're given so many powers. Mm. So that they use all that properly in a time of stress like this. Mm. If you do not deliver at a time like this, then at normal times, things function on their own even without government presence. No? Yeah. The migrant laborers were leaving their villages, going to the cities, finding work for themselves suffering the hunger, the homelessness and everything else without any government intervention. Right? In normal times to run, let the country just continue the way it is, anyone can do that. These people receive all these perks and these powers four times like this. Yes. I mean, that's my... Yeah, so we'll move on to our next topic, which is uh, back uh, to the state. We'll come back Hmm. to the state where we talk about Uh this a uh, kind of disgusting incident that happened in Assam Linze. This we should have discussed in the previous podcast, maybe, maybe, or maybe it hadn't happened then. No, it Where, hadn't happened. I think we mentioned it also in our closing comments. Yeah. But we didn't, we didn't get time we to discuss, discuss it. No. So in, at Assam Linze, there is the Sikkim Cooperative Union. What is it? Sikkim Cooperative uh, Union. Training. Sikun Cooperative yeah. Union, Sikun full form, I'm saying, and in something like that. So Sikun building okay. was, there was a building where the, which was identified as a quarantine center. And so. Exclusively uh, for Sikkim scholarship students. Yeah. CN's, returning to the state. CN's meritorious scholarship students under which, uh, this is a scheme under which students from Sikkim are sent outside the state to the best schools of On now full colleges in yeah in full government scholarships so they Not colleges colleges maybe to no no this no. extended it no no i don't know of it i think they had extended it after the anyways so their students outside there were these students were studying outside the state so they had also come back that also yeah anyway so why they had to come back anyway they because the school like, shut down no, they should have been. They were obviously in hostels, right? So yeah, anyway, and hostels also shut down. So host, they came back and uh, they had to be put under quarantine. So this was like the facility quarantine, as they say, it, quarantine yeah. center. So they uh, Sikkim uh, Sikan building at Assam Ninze. So they were taking all these students there, 
when uh, with medical staff with some medical staff and some police escorts no police escorts were probably not there i don't know so they were taken when they were taking there the assam ninja residents came out and protested and they uh, did not want the students to come there they came out on the road they literally chased them away they are allegedly manhandled some of the medical staff also and uh, these students were then brought to gangtok and house kept in a hotel in gangtok for the night and then the administration um, uh, the next day the administration filed a case against the mob saying mm-hmm. that uh, yeah violated they violated the prohibitory orders also 144 uh, crpc which is like you, more than five people cannot assemble together in one place so that kind of thing happened and then finally i guess the convincing also happened with the dcstms and all that they convinced the uh, residents and the students finally the next day were taken to the uh, quarantine center mm-hmm. so that well, is the yeah, incident yeah. and yes you can no they they have uh, they have uh, deployed um i think irb um contingent also to keep guard because uh, given the whole experience so the students have been provided security they have a doctor on call medical attendants i'm sure they have been taken very good care of which is nice uh, i hope all quarantine facilities are equally well um, serviced but yeah this whole episode was uh, i mean it was disgusting what the children had to go through the trauma that they must have suffered i'm sure seeing this kind of behavior was really um, disturbing it's um, and there is no excuse for that Uh, really there is no excuse for the way uh, the people behaved uh, it is not enough to say that they were scared and worried everybody is scared and worried and this has to be an attitude that everyone is wary of because uh, in these times of really quite rampant paranoia uh the worst in us could come out and we saw that with that we saw that with the kalambong episode as well no yeah we saw that with and even in uh, so uh, this friend of mine who had uh, who's an air hostess and who had returned from um qatar where is the qatar airlines based doha i think yeah so she had returned but she had returned to, uh, in the beginning of march when the uh, screening process was not that strict so she had returned for uh, to attend a wedding and she had i don't know i mean those details are not important anyway so during that time the screening process was not so stringent and then anyway she's here and now she they later they had asked later they had asked her to quarantine herself also when the i guess when the <laughs> instructions came so then they told her also oh, so she's yeah. under home quarantine and all that but now i think she's almost completed i think she must have completed her period but quarantine period and then she had called me just to vent and she had said how like i am so frustrated i am so like, so sick of people like like the way people are behaving around me the neighbors the even i think her family also some members of the family she was really <laughs> irritated by that so so and the same things i mean i think hers was not as severe as some of the other cases that we've heard where people have uh, 
people are harassing people are calling uh, those under quarantine those who are being suspected they are like yeah. i don't know being told not to come back or being told to whatever so and then yeah. you had oh we i wanted to point this out i had almost forgotten then you had somehow yesterday i think the names and details of all the people uh, suspected to have uh, i mean not suspected all the people who had traveled with the kalingpong uh, lady who died of uh, coronavirus yeah, not, because i so, think that is also you know because this, when everyone is saying traveled with Hmm. uh and that kind of almost implies that they were part of the same group no 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 yeah i think so what, they were yeah, in the same flight they were in the they were on the same flight and uh, so those people who had come to sikkim they those the names all the details uh, not the full address thankfully but the uh, location their address rough address where they are from and their names and age and everything was all around all on uh, all across whatsapp i don't know i don't know if it was on facebook i didn't see it on facebook but on whatsapp my friends had forwarded it to me and i was like how is this being yeah. uh, released like this it is so yeah. dangerous and these people are already going under so much stress because of the fact that they could have the virus right and then mm-hmm. on top of that you have uh, people yeah. like i don't know harassing you and um and it's i could just like i don't understand yes this is a difficult one you know yeah i mean for one uh, it is unfortunate that um, every new disease uh, or every new uh, yeah disease let's call it that every new disease uh, carries comes with a stigma attached Mm. for some crazy reason normally one would think that if i'm suffering if i'm ill uh, i would receive compassion and uh, sympathy mm. right but that does not seem to be a normal response i mean if you remember tuberculosis at one time yeah aids hiv a lot of other diseases people mm-hmm. just are like it's just a stigma that they attach that's their immediate response and uh, about this particular case because i i mean it's a difficult one because uh, i've also heard arguments where people are saying sharing this name at least then other people who might have come in contact with them can take precautions i do not completely subscribe to that i think the names uh, the decision to share the names or not should rest with the authorities and it should be based uh, it should be uh, they should be very careful thought before you release the names i mean if someone cannot be traced at all right or if someone uh, is uh, avoiding mm-hmm. Hmm. uh the authorities who want to obviously want to place them in uh, assisted quarantine facilities then i might consider okay yes maybe the name should be given i don't know i'm still not convinced, completely convinced on that because uh, you should still be able to find the people but yeah this given the mood right we had even the director general of the health department in one of his briefings to the media make a mention uh didn't he that uh, he also appealed to the people not to harass those who in yeah, home yeah. quarantine or something like that yeah yeah it was the same day the same day i think in the morning or uh, in during the day he had made uh, that statement or um, appeal and then in the evening I, not even in the evening after uh, an hour or two i got that message on whatsapp from yeah friend. so if so when mm. a government official makes that appeal you know that the situation must be really kind of the people must be really being harassed 
Yeah, yeah. No, I don't understand. Yeah, what you said, the exceptions to uh, to the situation where you could maybe release the, but uh, yeah, I like don't you have that. a tracking. They have they have a team they which is tracking con- contact yeah. tracing or whatever that is. Yeah. So they are doing that. So I don't understand. Uh, I mean, no, I don't yeah. think it's right. I don't think it's right. I mean, the way on social media, the name of the Kalampong victim was also circulated. I think that was wrong mm. um, because you know what the situation is, right? Yeah, yeah. You know the amount of uh, misinformation. The WhatsApp University is a kind of is a mess. Yeah, the crazy. I the, think people are careful you... on Facebook nowadays, but not so much on WhatsApp. The number of fake news or fake. <laughs> photos and i don't know even official yeah. orders and all that coming in anyway so we'll now move on to our last topic and talk yeah. about finish off with how uh sikkim the overall uh, what the state government or the administration and what even the public uh, let's say even the civil society or even the layman is doing is uh, in a way better than many other places in the country oh yeah thank god for that thank god yeah. for that oh that's the positive note we are ending on yes yes i mean yeah i mean uh thank god there's been no positive cases detected in sikkim so far yeah uh which is not to say that one will never be found here yeah. i mean i guess we every sikkim has to be see i think it's important for sikkim to be thankful that it has not arrived here yet it but it should, hmm. but it should also be ready to ready for a situation where someone will test positive right hmm. hopefully no one will get test positive tested positive but sikkim should always be open and re- prepared for an eventuality when someone will test positive right hmm. it is not a reflection on the government it's not a reflection on the health workers it's not a reflection on the society it is just how things are yeah right it should not carry any sense of defeat or loss uh, i because i think that sometimes becomes the normal response of people right mm. the government which is uh, priding itself rightfully so uh, for having these uh, screenings and checks and making taking care of the patients and not no positive case it's very good and all that but uh, god forbid when it just be prepared that someone will test positive uh, and um, and prepare for the that worst. Will be the worst. Mm. And prepare for the worst as well. I think the preparations of the, as far as the health department and the government is concerned, are concerned, they should be preparing for the worst case scenario. I hope they have made the projections, and I hope they are preparing for the worst case scenario and praying that it does not come to that. But the preparation has to be in place, and that applies to the people as well. Yeah. How we respond mm. uh, when things, uh, if things go bad. because that will be the real test and uh, but so far it's been really good yeah so far it's been good there has there have been a, a few few fumbles i think here and there but uh, they are getting no, no. it together i think yeah, yeah. by and large i think and uh, yeah we would i mean there are still some people hyperventilating on social media and think he the lockdown is not severe enough i think the lockdown is effective enough i think yeah. it has stopped people from moving about i think uh, the virus is contained in the respective localities if it is there it is contained in those respective localities 
now for the part two to begin, right? Mm. When you expand the testing, because even Sikkim is still now only testing people with a travel history and or symptoms, right? Mm. I think they need to start thinking of expanding their the testing, testing mm. protocol. And uh, I think that that is necessary. Yeah. And we should. What else? And, and I think the people have come to the, I mean, uh, everyone has been kind of nice to the migrant workers as well. They are, uh, I mean, for instance, biting off of this building. And uh, we have had other cases, other instances where uh, provisions have been provided, they've been taken care of. The government has kept up quite, uh, quite well yeah. in convincing them to stay back and taking care of them. I hope that's consistent. Yeah, I just, I was just thinking, like, why is it, why couldn't, ha why couldn't the states have thought about the migrant laborers for themselves? No. Like, why yes. do they have to every time wait for the center to see something? And I think, yes, I think the centralized administration, I mean, it is good for the, us to know where the country stands and what the country's approach is, but you need customized handling of situations at the yeah. state level. And that is why we have Sikkim Kadar officers, right? They need not wait for orders from Delhi. Like, look at Kerala. It's doing its own thing. Mm. It has been doing its own thing since much before Delhi even woke up to the problem. And it's doing a marvelous job. Delhi, despite uh, its limited powers, the Delhi state government is, I think, doing rather well when it comes to policy interventions uh, in how to take care of people, how to reach out to them, what considerations to make, what relaxations to offer. They're not waiting for Delhi to tell them that. They are uh, modifying the orders to suit what suits the people, what works for the people. I think uh, most states need to think independently. Uh, and of yes. course, you have to support Delhi. I get that, right? But we are a federal country. Uh, what works in what people call Lutian Delhi uh, need not uh, yeah, be yeah. the only way. I know, I absolutely agree. And on that note, we need to end this podcast because we've gone on for too long. But there's a lot that you need to cut out also. Yeah, we there's a lot, yeah, a lot of disturbances today. Yeah. So we will have to, I'm sorry to cut you off there because we have to sleep also now. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Sikkim podcast. Uh, we will, um, we have, oh, for, we had also uh, uh, recorded a podcast a week back. but On uh, day one. Oh, yeah, on uh, day one of the lockdown, but I uh, I could not upload it on YouTube. I mean, in the video format because um, the internet was too s slow, and I got tired. I tried like I tried I think for like two three hours, and then I just gave up. Mm -hmm. This time again, I will try to upload the video of this one also on YouTube. Otherwise, it'll be available on only on podcast platforms in audio format. Anyway, anything On you would note, like to say? Bye and keep safe. <laughs>